Hi, I'm Annie Miller. I'm a certified personal trainer and transformational macro coach. This is a podcast for those who are interested in improving their health and fitness. And what I've learned along the way is that sometimes that means you'll have to rethink what you thought you knew. This is the Rethinking Fitness with Annie podcast. Welcome to the Rethinking Fitness with Annie podcast. I'm your host, Annie Miller. Today, I want to talk about mindset a little bit. So our mindset really does play a really big part in our health and fitness journey. And there's lots of different things that can come up for us, kind of leave us feeling stuck. A big one is discouragement. When you start feeling discouraged, a lot of times your thought process can kind of go to extremes. So you might kind of notice things like, you know, you step on the scale and the scale maybe is up. And so you kind of go through this negative thought spiral where you're like, oh my gosh, I suck. This isn't working. I may as well not even try. I'm fat. I'm lazy. I'm, you know, whatever the things are that you tell yourself in that moment. And most of the time, they're not productive and they leave you just feeling really discouraged. And a lot of times, we just kind of throw up our hands and we give up. So if that sounds like you, if you have been there before, then this is an episode for you. So I want to talk about discouragement and I want to give you some tips that you can use to kind of help move you through that discouragement. So the first thought is that you kind of need to normalize it. It's normal to feel discouraged. It's really normal. It's a part of our human experience. And it happens not just in our health and fitness. I'm sure you know other areas of your life where you've noticed discouragement before. And it can creep in and really start to hinder you. So James Clear, guys, I know I've mentioned him before really like him. I really like the book Atomic Habits. He really goes into this idea. He mentions thinking about if you're in a cold room and you put an ice cube on the table, so it's like, you know, 25 degrees in the room, and the ice cube is just going to sit there on the table. And there are no changes to the ice cube. The ice cube is going to remain frozen. But if you slowly start to turn up the thermostat, 26 degrees, nothing happens. 27 degrees nothing happens. 28 degrees, nothing happens, right? Nothing happens. And all of a sudden, when you hit that 32 degree mark, 33 degrees, finally, that ice cube is going to slowly start to melt. But it's not going to happen overnight. And it's not going to happen quickly. And there's a lot of changes that are happening kind of behind the scenes before you even see that ice cube start to melt. The first thing is just noticing that, that noticing that it's normal and realizing that Changes don't happen overnight. It's not going to happen quickly. So that kind of moves us into number two, which is to manage your expectations. You didn't get to where you're at right now overnight. Whatever that place is that you're at, maybe you feel like you have a significant amount of weight to lose. Maybe there's just, maybe you're working on reducing your cholesterol or moving from being diabetic back down into that pre-diabetic or non-diabetic stage. So there's lots of different things that you might be working on, right? Or maybe you're just, maybe you're working on exercising more. It doesn't matter what it is, but just learning to manage your expectations and realizing that wherever you're at right now, you did not get there overnight. And progress takes time. Change takes time. And so if you're using macros, when I work with my clients, we talk about the rate of weight loss being somewhere around the half a pound to two pounds per week. That's kind of the average. So most of us think we're average. And most of us actually, especially if you have a little more weight to lose, most of us are going to kind of like think, okay, so I'm probably going to be closer to that like two pound a week mark, right? And then what happens when they're not losing two pounds a week? And they start to feel discouraged. But that's kind of the average, right? And you have to think about 
there's so many different things that go into that number on the scale. So yeah, you might have a week where you lose two pounds in a week, but then you might have a week where you don't lose anything and you might see big changes or you might see small changes. And it's really going to depend on your body, your sleep, your nutrition, your water intake, your exercise. There's just so many things that factor into it. So just recognizing that progress takes time. I think it can be really helpful to use mantras when you're in this place. I don't know if that's something that resonates with you guys or not, but even just saying something to myself, like every day I'm making progress towards my goals, just kind of reminding myself of that because progress does seem slow. Sometimes it does take time. And so just kind of having that little mental reminder of whatever actions that I'm taking, what I'm doing right now is moving me towards my goal. Number three is to look for proof. What progress have you already made? Are you discounting progresses in one area of your life because you wanted it to be in another area? Like, are you discounting all the progress you've made and not even noticing it because you've stepped on the scale and the scale's not showing what you want it to? It's a real thing. And I know that when you're trying to lose weight, you want to see the scale move. And it can feel really frustrating when you're not seeing the scale move. But sometimes it takes our body time to respond to what we're doing. And so if you kind of think about like, a machine and you're thinking about the input and output of a machine, this kind of goes back to what I said before, it doesn't change overnight. It takes time. So just notice looking for proof in your life. What results are you seeing? Maybe you're waking up earlier. Maybe you notice you're eating more nutritious foods. You're moving your body more. That can be a really, really big thing. Maybe you're making that conscious choice to move your body every day, especially if you're someone who kind of has a background of not being very active, but now you find yourself like looking forward to working out, looking forward to going on a walk, like planning your day around when you can get the walk in or whatever. So notice those changes. Maybe you've changed the way you think about food. Maybe it means you're less obsessive about it than you used to be. Maybe you're less worried about whether or not you should or shouldn't eat something. So look for proof. Look for proof of progress that could be maybe in your measurements. Maybe the proof is in a picture. Maybe the proof is on the scale. But don't let one area doesn't look quite how you want it to discount the progress in other areas. Number four, be grateful. Be grateful for where you are now. Notice the good in your life and be grateful for it. So there's a study from Harvard University that says that gratitude helps people feel more positive emotions, relish good experiences, improve their health, deal with adversity, and build strong relationships. It has been proven to boost your motivation, improve your mental health, reduce stress and anxiety. Spend a minute thinking about what you're really grateful for and just like notice the shift in your body and in your thoughts and your attitude when you can be grateful for something. And I just have to say, this isn't to be all Pollyanna about it and like pretend that there's nothing wrong, right? But the thing is, is that even when it seems like there's a lot of things that aren't going great, you have the ability to listen to this podcast. There must be, you know, you have internet connection, you have a phone probably, or some type of device that you're using to listen to this. Um, probably you have access to clean, fresh water. Probably you have access to healthy, nutritious foods. Maybe you have great relationships. Maybe you have animals that you love. Maybe you can just be really, really grateful for the fact that you can move your body. Maybe it doesn't look how you want it to look today, but can you still move it? Maybe, you know, there are people who don't have the ability to move their bodies. So again, it's not to take away from 
things that aren't going well in your life, but just really thinking about like, what are you truly profoundly grateful for? And spending a minute really thinking about that can help shift you from that feeling of like kind of overwhelm and discouragement into a better place. And number five, you can reach out for coaching. If you're not really working with a coach right now, find one. Or I would say at the very least, reach out to a friend for some perspective. One of the really cool things about my transformational coaching certification is that I've been trained to help spot what's preventing you from reaching your goals. And coaching can help provide encouragement and accountability. Sometimes all you can see is the brick wall that's in front of you. But a good coach can kind of help you step back and see how to walk around the wall. Sometimes you just need someone else to be able to offer you a different perspective, to be able to help kind of motivate you through that and help you recognize the feelings that you're having or the thoughts that you're having or the actions that you're taking aren't helping you reach your goals. And having an outside perspective can be really, really helpful. Sometimes you just need someone else to help and it's okay to ask. And that's really what coaching is for. Number six, this is one that I have found to be really helpful for myself. You can ask yourself, what is one action I can take right now that's going to move me closer to my goals? Maybe it's going for a walk. Maybe it's going and getting a big tall glass of water. Maybe it's eating a great protein snack or eating a nutritious plant. But asking yourself that question and then taking the action, whatever that action is. I've said this before, but through 2022, I kind of adopted this mantra that action feels better than inaction. Even if it's messy action, it's okay. If you're taking action, you're moving in the direction of your goals. And that's really what you want to do. You want to reach your goals. That's why you feel discouraged is because you aren't there yet. So ask yourself that question. What's one action I can take right now to move me closer to my goals? So you can use these six tips or maybe just use one of them. Find that works. what works well for you. Know that it's normal to feel discouragement and don't let that stop you. And if it did stop you, that's okay move forward today, right now, you can still make progress towards your goals. I just want to leave you with this quote from Atomic Habits. So he says, breakthrough moments are often the result of many previous actions, which build up the potential required to unleash major change. So those breakthrough moments are coming. The progress, the results are coming. Results take time. Be patient with yourself, trust the process, and keep going. Thanks so much for listening. I hope that you found this helpful. And if you did, will you please leave me a rating and review on Spotify or maybe share this with a friend? It really helps the algorithm show this to other people so that other people might find this helpful too. And I realize that you have a ton of options out there of things to listen to. So it really does mean a lot for you to take the time and listen. So thank you so much. And I will chat with you again next week.